Genre. Welcome to Lord of the Rings a Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Return of the King, one parade of faces at a time. I'm Norman Mitchell. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. I don't know why I did a really dramatic pause. <laughs> That's all right. Today we're talking about Minute 244, which is uh, credits, the face credits from Elijah Wood to David Wenham. Yeah. So... Yeah. Now that we have um, done our, like, fantasy recast, let's talk about the cast of this movie. <laughs> right, yeah. Things that, we, things that we like about it, if yeah, there's anything yeah. we kind of pick out that we don't like. Yeah. Anything like that. Elijah Wood. Elijah Wood. Uh, great Frodo. I think that Elijah Wood's greatest strength in these movies is how much emotion he can put into his words. Mm. He occasionally has, like, really perfect, like, facial expressions. His, his super blue eyes help. But I think that he's a much better vocal actor than a physical actor in general. But I think that's really important for Frodo because he just needs to look he's just looks so tired for so much of the movies. Yeah, yeah. Makeup is a big part of the Frodo performance, I think. That's interesting that you say that because you were just like, I don't like this Frodo voiceover. <laughs> right, yeah. It's not that I don't like the voiceover. It's that I think that the scene plays well without it. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. I... Um... I'm just continually impressed with how young he was. Right, yeah. Um, and how... Like, he's like, only improved since this right, movie. Right, how good his performance is. Yeah. Uh, in this. And yeah, he has like anime eyes. So I, I'll, <laughs> I'll never <laughs> get over it. <laughs> these big, just these gigantic, unnaturally blue eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot, you know, some of that is, you know, color correction, but... Yeah. No. But in the commentary, they're repeatedly just like very little color correction. These are, This is just Elijah Wood's eyes. Man. This is just what his eyes look like under the bright lights of a, right, cam- of right, a set. Right, And the high definition camera. Just wow. No. He's so good as Frodo. And like when I think about... That's um like the, the recasting exercise was fun, but it was so difficult mm. for especially the core four. Yeah. No, well, Frodo and Sam specifically. Yeah. Uh, because uh, I just think about, you know, Elijah Wood and uh, Sean Astin. Yeah. But before we get to Sean Astin, we have Sir Ian McKellen. Yes, he's the next one in the line here. Um, I don't know if they actually could have cast a better Gandalf. Yeah, he's perfect. Yeah, he's everything that Gandalf needed to be, Ian McKellen did. Yeah. I, um... I think the only places where the Gandalf performance feels off have more to do with like the the content of the scene and like the direction um and they seem to from my recollection over the last four years being in scenes that were cut hmm i he's so good yeah i mean sir Ian mckellen he's wonderful mm-hmm. um what is there to say right <laughs> we've talked so much about gandalf like yeah but i i you know i want to go through and like you know like speak now for a vulture piece right um Liv. Interestingly, third billing is Liv Tyler. Yeah. Like in these face credits, which I think is really interesting. Um, I They didn't give Liv Tyler enough to do. Um, she's good in what she's been given. Um, but I don't... This char- the, the character of Arwen could have been a lot better. I will stand by what I said. I miss um, very active, almost like 
not quite warrior queen, but like, mm. you know, proficient with a blade, like right. proficient at defending herself uh, from fellowship. Arlen. Yeah. Like Liv Tyler did great with what she was given. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which could have been. Could she have been looks better. beautiful with her dewy eyes and, yeah. you know, like her. <laughs> like she's she's definitely very good at communicating the emotion that they they wanted the character to character to convey in the scene yeah like she's she's got it i think that i don't know if maybe if there there was like maybe a better actress for what they wanted out of the character by the end or not but like Liv tyler is overall fine i actually don't think that Liv and vigo have that great chemistry whoa like it's fine it's totally passable like but i don't really i think that i think that vigo and miranda have better chemistry overall yeah, but you're just an Aon stand. I am an Aon stand. <laughs> you're uh, just all about that Rohan life. I am about that Rohan life, even though I'm not particularly into horses. Yeah. Well, you like the aesthetic. Yeah, the aesthetic. You like is the whole great. like Viking aesthetic. Yeah. Which you know I do too, but I I um I I tend to gravitate more towards the Elven uh, stuff in these. Mm. Um, yeah. I don't know. I I think she's I think she's good as Arwen. Like yeah. you said, it she does well with what she's given, but they don't give her enough to do. No, they don't. Um, they really don't. So it's like it's hard to make a judgment either way, really. Yeah. Like she she did what she was asked to do. She did it. She did it well. Uh, let me tell you, she like flings a cloak off of her shoulders very dramatically. Yes. Yes. <laughs> she does that so well. <laughs> I just the only other thing I can think of that I've seen Liv Tyler in, uh, aside from her father's music videos, mm-hmm. are uh, is that thing you do. Yeah. Which she's also like. Fine she's in? cute in that movie yeah she's like one of the few things i like about that movie mm. which is apparently an unpopular opinion but i don't understand why people <laughs> like that movie so much it's fine yeah i watched that with you before like the dueling genre yeah, hangout yeah, thing, and yeah. i was just like this movie's fine we were just the talk- song is like absurdly catchy we were just talking about this on scott pilgrim uh minute um one of the ones we just recorded and i yeah because they did a, they did or are doing i don't know what time is anymore um a they've been doing these movie commentaries over on the patreon uh scott and nick have and they're doing like tom hanks movies like tom hanks is in that movie isn't he like the executive producer for that movie he's the music producer but like no isn't he like a producer on the movie yes yes um i i think he or directed it i think he he's he's involved in multiple ways yeah but like yeah no he plays the music producer and like i love tom hanks but like i don't I don't understand. (laughs) But he's also kind of the bad guy in that movie. Yeah, it's weird. Which is weird. I don't like grumpy Tom Hanks. I like happy, fun, optimistic Tom Hanks. But they're doing Tom Hanks movies because it's Hanksgiving. Right. (laughs) It's Hanksgiving. But yeah. yeah, She's cute. I I love Liv Tyler. She's cute. Like, I just, maybe I just haven't seen enough Liv Tyler. She's, she's one of the few performances in the movie where I'm just like, uh, I wonder if there was like another actress that maybe would have been would have served the role better because there wasn't a whole lot to it in general. Yeah. I don't know if they, I feel like if they had carried the same energy from fellowship all the way through, it would have been better. Uh, Cause I think that she comes across stronger in those scenes. Oh yeah, absolutely. Not, not just because like the character is more active, but because she feels Liv Tyler feels more invested in the performance. Yeah. Like more confident. Yeah. And that's important. Like I definitely, I, I agree with that. I like the playful like repertoire they have going on. That is when their chemistry is the best. Yes. Like soft, like super feminine, detached. Liv Tyler Arwen, I don't think has great chemistry with Vigo. Mm. 
Like it's fine. It's totally passable to like use for what it what it's doing in the movie. But their smooch at the end is so cathartic. It is. It is. But I think that also has to do with like distance and the greater narrative around it. Okay. Um and like the circumstance of it happening. It's a grand scene. So next up we have Vigo Mortensen. Yeah. Uh who is a great Aragorn. I think that overall I feel like this is the peak of his career. <laughs> Yeah, probably. Like, uh, he was in that that crappy movie that won an Oscar or whatever. What what what? The Green Book. Yeah, yeah. He said all this dumb stuff, like, like dumb yeah. racist crap, like during the, the promotion of that movie. And I'm just like, ooh, buddy, just, just stop talking. Right. <laughs> just please stop talking. But in this movie, he's great. Yes. And uh, yeah, I have no I. I don't know that I have any interest in watching anything else that he's in, to right. be honest. Hidalgo's fine. Hidalgo's fine, but it has like the same air. Like he has it's it's Aragorn energy. 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 You made it around the same time as these. Yeah. Instead of a, a big sword, there's a horse. Like- yeah. No special sword, only special horse. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> um, but we've talked a- at length about Aragorn. Yeah. Um, I think the the only oddness in Viggo Mortensen's performance is when his, when his accent, his accent happens comes out, sometimes. and then it's just yeah. That was weird. Is there not a better Legolas. take of that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when he shouts. Yeah. The the vowels get a little uh, away from him, I think. Yeah. But. Like, that's the, if I was going to nitpick anything about Vigo's performance, it's that. It's yeah. like occasionally your accent creeps in when you get really loud. Yeah. But I don't know if I can blame blame him for that. See, even the credits knows that he's hot with just the scruff. <laughs> when he's grimy. And, yeah. and greasy hair. Like. <laughs> yeah. None of this king nonsense. But anyway, um, we have next Sean, Sean Astin, Astin. Uh, who was the perfect Sam. Yeah. Oh, he's so good. Because uh, like Elijah Wood, Sean Astin's really good at like controlling the emotion in his voice. Yes. He's got a really good tone of voice in general to play like a meek character who grows into himself like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think of of the core four hobbits and of like even compared to most of the people in the movie, I think Sean Astin has some of the best like facial expression control of any of the actors in the movie. Mm. Yeah. He can do so much without saying anything. He's so good. Yeah. And he should have been a bigger star after these movies than he turned out to be. I mean, he's he's got he's got stuff going on. Yeah. He was in Stranger Things. Yeah. Just like I always I always felt like Sean Astin deserved to be like a big leading man and stuff after this. I mean I mean, is he a leading man in this? He's like a supporting actor. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, he's like big hero in the third movie. Like he yeah. does so much yeah, work. That's true. In the third movie, but it like builds to that. Yeah, you know, like it's, it's like you love to see it, but like it's I, you love to see <laughs> it. It's, but you have like the foundation has been laid, so you like it's it's when he does do these things. Yeah, it's um, it's like incredible, you know. Yeah, and I think that really speaks to his performance you know what i think would be an interesting thought experiment too like we just did the big recasting is like how would you have cast these movies if there was like a live action big budget 80s adaptation of these movies? oh good god nope. like how would they have been cast see i'm not as familiar with like 80s stuff i don't care i think kirk douglas would have wound up in these movies i um i don't understand 80s nostalgia mm. maybe it's because i was born at the very beginning of 1990 but like right i like i missed the 80s completely <laughs> <laughs> he held off just to miss them. Yes. Yes. 
Not was, an 80s baby. No, I was supposed to be born in December, and I was just like, miss me with that shit. <laughs> born in January instead. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I think it speaks to the 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 range of his performance and and how how good he is in these still like that it's hold up held yeah. up as well. I think it's um it's also probably a career best performance for Sean Astin. No, oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, just like like Ian McKellen, it's just I don't think they could have cast anyone better to be Sam. He just feels perfect in this role. Sean yeah. Astin does. He's really good. Yeah. And next we have Kate Blanchett. Blanchett. Love her. She's great. She's spooky. Yeah. She's ethereal. She just she just has a gravitas that like Galadriel requires. Yeah. She's way She's... hotter in Thor Ragnarok. Don't at me. Yeah. Don't at me either. Because <laughs> big agree. We will not be accepting questions at this time. Um, <laughs> Hella's first appearance just with the oh life changing. <laughs> With the beat up, like burnt cat will, suit and the scraggly I, yeah, hair real, and the I raccoon will, eyes, it was just like, oh. I will never forget watching that in the movie theater with you and both of us being like, oh. <laughs> like, has Kate Blanchett ever been more attractive to me? No. <laughs> uh, no, she's she's cool as Galadriel. Yeah. I don't feel like Galadriel has. Um, there's not enough women in these movies. No, there's not. And the ones that that are uh, don't have a whole lot to do. Yeah. Awen has the most, and and it's, even then, we're just like, my girl deserves more. Like I think they kicked around early on, like Lucy Lawless being Galadriel. Whoa, which would be, which I think would be good. Yeah, that's interesting. But just like Galadriel, like Arwen, doesn't have a whole lot to do. So there's probably Galadriel all kinds of actresses that would have done great in the role. I feel like Galadriel, though, like it's sad that this is the opinion it, I have of the woman characters, but it's because. They just weren't given enough to do. It makes sense to me that she doesn't have a whole lot because she is this removed, like, almost force of nature. Yeah. Because she's, like, narrating the prologue. Like, she's, like, hundreds of thousands of years old. Yeah. So it makes sense that she is removed from the narrative and, like, not doing anything, really. Like, her gift is pivotal in Sam and Frodo um, making it. But, uh... I don't know. And I like that she has a presence throughout. Yeah. It feels like enough. Yeah. Um, Arwen, I have more of a problem with because I think specifically because she's a love interest. Yeah. Like Kate Blanchett's like a mentor character, you know? Yeah. She's an Oracle. Yeah. But like, and that's, that's what that is. That's what that archetype is. But Mm. I feel like I have more problem with Arwen not having anything to do because she is a love interest. And it's right. basically like, oh, I'm king now. I right. I get I get to marry get my, girl. my girl. Yeah. You know. You saved her life. No, I didn't. In, Frodo did. In I uh. will say, in my when I was pondering over the their fan cast thing, I almost cast a woman as Aragorn. Mm. Because A, more women. And B, like, I don't know, lesbians are cool. Right. There you go. <laughs> Bi people are cool. I feel like I'm cool. Right, very, <laughs> I would agree that you're. Oh, very thank cool. you. <laughs> but, but yeah, like, Kate Blanchett. Uh, the idea of Lucy Lawless as Galadriel is something that I'm like, I can see that. Yeah, I can see that too. But she also she has much more like warrior woman vibes in general because Lucy Lawless just looks more aggressive than Kate Blanchett. She's so good in Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. I mean, she's also Xena. No, I know she's Xena, and I know that like that's her thing. But like, she's one of the. Well, I, I won't spoil it for you. But like, yeah. 
She's in Battlestar Galactica and she's really good. Mm. Um, I need to rewatch that, but it's like so emotionally draining. Right. Is it is it less depressing now that we've moved on from something? I well, the world is still on fire and everyone's dying, so I don't know yeah. that it's less depressing. <laughs> but I think it helps that they're <laughs> I think it helps a smidgen, just a little. Yeah. But uh, go from Cape Blanchett to Johnny John Stavies. Oh, uh, that's nice. Oh, yeah. Galadriel to Gimli. That's really yeah. nice. I like that too. Uh, I like that some some of these grabs for the the face credits, you can tell exactly where in the movie they came from. Mm-hmm. And some it's a little harder. But for the Gimli one, it's when he's sitting on Denethor's chair. <laughs> Just small chance of success. Zero it's, respect for authority. Yep. Gimli. I love Gimli. Um, John Reese Davis' performance is great. John Reese Davis is a great actor. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have... I, I don't have anything even really to nitpick about Jeffrey's no. TV's performance. I, yeah, it's it's just like, you know, stuff we haven't said before. <laughs> right. Like again, this is a he's a character that in the grand scheme of the narrative isn't given a whole lot I, to do. Yeah, I feel like he's always given comedic stuff, which does a disservice to him. Yeah. But he does it well. Like He does. He does it well. He's he's it's fully funny. committed. Right, yeah. Some some of the jokes land, some of them don't. But I feel like I mean, oh, that's Davies, all Gimli is given is jokes. Yeah, I mean John Reese Davies kind of gets given the supporting comedic character role in a lot of stuff in right. Indiana Jones. Right, right. Like that's him. No, I'm aware. But like, just because that's all they're given doesn't mean that's all they're capable of. No, like John Reese Davies is an excellent actor. Yeah. So that's my one thing about Gimli, which we've said before. Yeah. And also, by all accounts from everyone on the set, just like the nicest man ever. Yeah. <laughs> Burn Bernard Hill. Hill. My boy. I feel like we've said, I mean, he's so good in these. He's like, so what good else do we say? About and, like, the only thing about um, the theater performance is I can totally see swapping uh, Bernard Hill and John, John Noble's characters and the movie working still perfectly. Mm. Like, they, they could have they switched. Uh, because I, I think Bernard Hill playing Denethor is also something I'd be interested in seeing. That's, I, I feel like it's a much different performance. Yeah. I think they both are. I think that I think that the Denethor performance becomes a lot more subtle and the Theoden performance becomes a lot more intense if you switch them. Yeah. And I think that those Which are also interesting things to play with. To I don't me. know that that is... I mean, it would be interesting, but I don't know that that would land as well. Mm. But next we have Christopher Lee. The late, great Christopher Lee. Yep. What do we... I mean, dude, Saruman. Saruman. <laughs> He's the best. Right? He's a... Uh... In the theatrical version of Return of the King, Sir not appearing in this film. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Billy Boyd. Billy Boyd. Uh, also great. Just an excellent Pippin. I feel like he has not been in enough. No, he hasn't. I think that he has a lot of the same strengths as an actor as Sean Astin does. Mm. Like they, they have a... They also have, like, I don't know, they, they both have all these moments in the movies where they have to act so much without talking. Yeah. Uh, also, the little face grab for Pippin is when he's on the balcony talking to Gandalf. It's so, it's so cute. Yeah. Dominic Monaghan. Dominic Monaghan is Grey Mary. Um, he does the anger thing really well. I mm-hmm. think that's the thing he does the best across his performances in the movies. Mm. Have you uh, seen Lost? Uh, no. The idea of... I think I've seen like four episodes of Lost and just like the general vibe of Lost and what a lot of people around me were saying who were into it and not into it. Uh, just made me have no interest. I think if you go in kind of vaguely aware that it ends up as a sci-fi story, I know that like the, time loop or whatever. I know that the the last season is super controversial. 
it worked for me. I haven't seen it since it aired, but like, I don't know. But he's good in that. That's that. That was my. <laughs> yeah. He's only in the first like, I don't know, three, three or four seasons, I think, mm. out of six. But he's he's good in that. He plays like this, like you know, this disaffected punk rocker. That seems like something that that Dominic Monaghan would do well. Yeah. Orlando Bloom. Orlando Bloom. Bloom. Uh, Bless another, him. Just you did what you're told to do. <laughs> it wasn't a whole lot. Be pretty. Learn how to learn how to move. With grace, yes, yeah, S- yeah. Speak like, the like, obvious. <laughs> he kind Be of really weird for ten minutes on the way to the paths of the dead. He kind of <laughs> he's like the Drax of of Fellowship, right? Like, yeah, the, like he just now I'm just seeing David Batista's legless, <laughs> and that's just weird. <laughs> he just says stuff, and like you know, he looks really. Everyone's pretty. just like thanks. He looks really pretty while he's doing it, but. Like, Oh, like this is so weird. I love um I will always have a soft spot for Orlando Bloom in these because yeah. like, you know, I was like fourteen. Like yeah. Thirteen, fourteen when I first saw these and like yeah. I was like, Oh, what a man. <laughs> like looking back at these, if you were gonna cast um like a more seasoned actor and give them a little more to do at the time, I don't know if Orlando Bloom is the person that would have been cast to be to be Legolas. But like I don't know, because he just doesn't have enough to do. Why would I? I'm confused. Just like if, like if if Legolas was a bigger role, I wonder if Orlando Bloom would have been cast. Oh, I see. I see. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Like I wonder if you wouldn't have cast someone like Carl Urban or the guy that plays Haldir instead. I don't know that Carl Urban has elf energy. Well, you don't think you can put him in the elf outfit and he's just like that's a pretty man. I mean, I would say that's a pretty man because he's gorgeous, but like. He's like the square jaw side of Elfdom. Yeah, I don't know that. Which that... Haldir kind of is, and Celeborn. <laughs> Celeborn. Just stand there and look pretty. <laughs> stand there and look pretty. That's your job. That's all I'm here for? Yes. I mean, stand there and look pretty. Trophy husband. Um, trophy husband. You're going to just stand there with a little bit of poise and dignity. <laughs> Say like five words. Ask where Gandalf's at. You can't outshine Kate Blanchett. No. <laughs> He's not going to cast someone that's going to outshine Kate Blanchett. Yeah, you, yeah he, he can't be too pretty. It's like I said, hot but bland. Hot but bland. <laughs> oh, what's the what's the name of the guy that plays Lucius Malfoy? He totally could have been an elf. He is not bland. No, but he could totally be an elf. Yeah. Yeah. What's that actor's name? Oh, my God. I cannot remember. Uh, Jason Isaacs. Jason Isaacs. There you go. There's a guy with some elf energy. He's very attractive. <laughs> um, But yeah, no, I... They don't give Legolas enough to do. They don't give Legolas or Gimli enough to do. No, they don't. But you can't, like, it's hard. It's hard you can't, like, you can't get into that stuff. Right. With the the current runtime of these. <laughs> yeah. You, you. Yeah. True. True. But yeah, like, if anything, it's just that there are aspects of the performance of Legolas that seem like they weren't sure what to do with him in the backgrounds of scenes yeah, in general. Yeah. So <laughs> there are just, like, times where it's just like, what are you doing, Orlando? Well, I the camera moved, and I'm not standing on my mark, so I'm just gonna slowly creep back yeah. into frame. <laughs> Doesn't that go? For, does it go from Orlando Bloom to Hugo Weaving? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Hugo freaking Weaving. Hugo Weaving, uh, one of the best actors in the movie. Absolutely. In the yes. Trilogy. Yes. He's just. He's so good. Yeah, he is. Um, he could have been. He's so uh, good in whatever he's in. Dude. Yeah, in any role, like Hugo yeah. Weaving could have been cast as any of the the old wise men in these movies, and they've been just great. <laughs> Any of them. I could see him being like either wizard 
Denethor, Theoden, anybody. Hugo Weaving would have done it well. Hugo Weaving definitely wins for most fabulous eyebrows in this movie. Oh, yeah. 100%. Not even close. Yeah. That that award is is taken by, by Lee Pace in the Hobbit trilogy. <laughs> However, in these, most fab eyebrows. <laughs> You're just looking at, like, rectangle cutouts of Lee Pace and Hugo Weaving's brows. Just, who wins? <laughs> I do, because I get to look at them. Hmm. Uh, Miranda Otto. Miranda Otto. Um, aside from that one insert scene, uh, which I still just... Uh. I am... I'm glad that we did this like this. Because yeah. I have an appreciation for Eowyn that I don't know that I would have had without doing it like this. Yeah. Miranda Otto is uh, a great actress. Yes. Um, who shows a whole lot of range yes. in these movies, mm-hmm. which is great for her performance, but is occasional occasionally the different ranges that they went for and like what they were doing models the character. But I mean, like that's not her fault. That's not her fault. That is a that's a director and editing thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like it's the it's the thing. That just, I always think about with Eowyn is just, there's two threads and they just never seemed to agree. Yeah. I mean, it. Which is also the, the David Wenham problem. Yeah. It's kind of poetic that that same thing happens with, with Faramir. Yeah. I think that the Faramir stuff is a little more cohesive. Mm. And here's our boy Faramir, David, David Wenham. Just right here. Yeah. There he is. Uh, who is, you know, also a great actor. Just because everyone yes. who was cast in these movies is good. Um. Yeah, like, is there a bad actor in these? No. No, they're not. Um, the Faramir, have, per- Faramir yeah. performance, the only problems it really has is the same problems that the, the A1 performance does. Yeah. In that the direction was kind of all over the place as far as what they wanted to do with the character. Mm-hmm. Um, where they couldn't, where things just didn't line up. And that's not the actor's fault. No, Like, they not. do both sides of it well. Yes. I think, I think David Wenham is at times a little more convincing as the... As the broody Faramir, just like in his performance, but he's just just comes off as so charming in that one scene with Pippin that everything else just melts. Yeah, well, not even that one scene with Pippin, like he when he's talking to Gandalf or when he's talking yeah. with Eowyn afterward. Yeah, and just how charming the how charming David Wynn comes across in those scenes just sells the idea that that's the true Faramir for me. Mm, that's fair. Yeah, it's the little things in in, in performances like that. And like it's it's some of that that makes me feel like the Faramir stuff's more cohesive, yeah, than the the Eowyn stuff. Even though I think that uh, Miranda Otto is just absolutely amazing. She's so good, dude. I'm just kind of like spinning my wheels. I can't believe it's like Thursday and we're gonna like wrap up tomorrow. I know, it's I, ridiculous. I feel like tomorrow might be a little longer, but that's okay with you guys, right? Right, <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta say our tearful goodbyes. Yeah, we gotta go into the West. Yep. Rip. So yeah, um, if you want to continue any of the discussion we've had today, talk about different stuff and the performances of the actors, the actresses um, that we've talked about so far, if there's any other like, really really interesting bits of trivia or anything you want to talk about, go to the Facebook listener group, uh, Fellowship of the Mic. It's been real active uh, over the last few years, and well... I will say that like I'm really glad that we've like cultivated this community over there because Facebook can be a pile of nonsense sometimes more than sometimes. Um, but all of the discussion and the, like the jokes and the, the memes and stuff, like it's been really great 
um, interacting with you all. I'm getting really emotional right now. Um, right. And, you know, like, we're not going to disband the group or anything. Like, we're still going to be over there. But, like, obviously the podcast will be done. So, yeah. And, I mean, it'll be there to discuss the Patreon episodes for the Patreon people, too. Mm-hmm. Kind of. Maybe. Um, I mean, if they want to talk about it there. Yeah, I'm not going to stop people from posting. Yeah, no, I'm I'm really glad to have like interacted with you all over the course of this like thank you all like for listening to us um and it's been fun like having people along the ride for this yeah so thanks for letting us in on your commute or whenever you listen to us and keeping us with you there and back again oh my god dude i'm gonna cry (laughs) i have already cried enough on this podcast not all tears are an evil shut up gandalf (laughs) We'll be back tomorrow to finish the podcast. I don't want to say bye. Bye. bye.